0: Well, welcome, I'm Varushka Normando, I'm a healing arts coach here in Mount Shasta and welcoming Prema Love, an uh, international singer, songwriter, kirtan, incredible space share and channel of the Divine Mother, singing to and about the Divine Mother. And here with Kathleen Johnson, accompanying each other on tour of California and so beautiful to Mm -hmm. have participated in your offering Mm -hmm. and also the energy of Egypt that you're bringing on -hmm. this tour and sharing with us. It was a really profound and beautiful Mm -hmm. and uplifting experience. Mm -hmm. And today I wanted to ask um, you all a few questions about what's going on in your life and the upcoming plans to visit Egypt again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Prema, do you want to speak a little bit about how you got involved in kirtan and singing, and what brought you on this path?
1: Mm,
2: definitely, yes. It's such an honor to be here with you all. And um, actually, I I've always been singing since I was a little girl. I come from a musical family. Um, I've explored many different paths, spiritual paths. And um, when I was 19, I went through a huge spiritual awakening. Actually, that started kind of traveling the country giving everything I owned away and just being guided by divine and going to all kinds of temples and retreat centers and sacred places and meeting all kinds of spiritual teachers and um, shortly after that I met my spiritual teacher Alma the Hugging Saint and that really put me on my path and my path with kirtan and sacred chanting and music and I tasted that divine nectar and I was like, this is all I want to do for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> and you were 19 then 19. when you knew that and chose that path? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and now you're based out of Maui?
2: Yeah, I've been based in Maui for about seven years, I think, but coming and going and traveling internationally and recording as well.
0: So since the pandemic and all the changes in the last few years, how what is you sharing Kirtan look like these days?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's been a wild journey, definitely. Actually, I had a vision actually m- many years ago here in Mount Shasta, which is very auspicious. I'm um, during a meditation at McLeod Waterfalls, and a song came to me called Awaken to Divine Love, which was the last album that I released with uh, Grammy nominated producer Ben Leinbach. He's in Fairfax. Mm-hmm. And so the song came to me here, and a whole album downloaded 11 songs. And that's put me on this beautiful path, traveling the country and traveling the world, sharing the music, bringing me together with amazing community. The mission is bringing community together. And it's just been an incredible journey. So during this (laughs) interesting time that we've been in, um, I would go and travel every time that I felt guided to go. It was like different openings would happen on the planet where people would be you know more calm you know not as um, much fear and things would start opening and that's when i would go on tour and
0: travel
1: Mm,
0: beautiful yeah
1: Mm.
0: and kathleen you're a transformational coach Mm -hmm. and you're touring right now and can you share a little bit about your life and what brought you on your path
3: Mm, yes thank you well um my spiritual journey started around 10 years ago when I met my teacher I say my teacher uh, Larissa Sisto, and I was so blessed to be her personal assistant for some time and travel with her and the band and I started on the path at that time and it's just broadened as as time goes on as it as it does and with the most recent um, going to Egypt last June or actually, last July, and thinking that I was going to go just for a couple of weeks because I I just really needed to um, get into a higher vibration. To be to be honest, I, I felt that our country <laughs> um, with COVID and everything was it was getting a little too dense for me, and I I needed to get out. So I decided to pick Egypt. And I went, and I thought it was just going to be a couple of weeks, and it ended up being one whole year. And I know we're going to talk a lot more about Egypt as, as the time goes on with us here. So, What were the signs that you knew you needed to stay, or mm. that it was clear
0: to you that you had to be there?
3: Mm. Good question. Um, how I felt...
0: <laughs> really, really, <laughs> like I'm your like, body knowing or yeah your soul just knowing. that body
3: wisdom and you know the simplicity of egypt you know there i well personally i was living in a village in luxor so i wasn't in cairo or more of the more busy tourist type mm-hmm. um, places in egypt which do exist um, i chose more of the village where there is no grocery store in my village. It's more just like farmers markets. And I really just personally needed that reset back into simplicity, simple living and, you know, growing your own food, um, real holistic, natural. So it was a slower rhythm and definitely slower back to basics where Mm -hmm. life is real, real simple. It's all about family. It's about culture and it's about your spirituality, your spiritual practice. So in Egypt, it's primarily um, Muslim, and the prayer speaker's going off five times a day, and they're they're very devout to their spiritual practice. And I found that actually quite refreshing and um, really seeing the vibration being so much higher when you have most people dedicated daily to a spiritual practice and you're seeing it, you're feeling it. Children are praying. Wow. Five-year-olds are are praying when the speaker goes off and it was a beautiful, beautiful experience and uh, really reset myself back into that simplicity. Mm. So easy to get um, in the go, 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 and we just forget the basic basics. (laughs) the
0: basics. <laughs> yeah right. it almost sounds like a tuning fork to have that many people in such a resonance with each other almost yes. and for your nervous system to pick up on a whole different rhythm of mm-hmm. life than the US. Or,
3: yes it's wow, definitely a lot a lot slower.
0: So, I know you brought some magical tools from Egypt with you, and I'm just curious um, what inspired this next trip that you're planning, this retreat on November
3: 11th of this year? Yes, yes. It starts, uh, it's November 9th through the 22nd, with the highlight of, uh, of course, 1111 and going inside of the pyramids on the Giza Plateau on 1111, which is... You know, I've been in them many, many times at this point, so it's powerful every single time. But I, I do believe going in on 11.11 is going to be an extra, <laughs> an extra dose of, um, of high vibration. So, um, you know, the intention and why I created um, this journey, as well as Charity, um, who is not with us uh, today, and, and Prema also, um, it's really, really simple. And as talked about already, it's going back into the simplicity. Egypt, experiencing the land of Egypt, is going to bring you back into that simplicity. Going into these sacred sites, which our journey is going to include, going into six pyramids. There's hundreds in Egypt, so you really, you possibly can't do them all in a two week. So we've picked the six most popular, which is in... um, Cairo. You've got the Giza Plateau with the two there. You've got the Saqqara site with the Step Pyramid and the Yunus Pyramid. And then you have Dasher with uh, the Red and the Blue Pyramid, also known as the Bent Pyramid. So we'll be doing those six. Um, What um, I believe to be true from what I personally experienced, and then beautiful, beautiful soul, uh, Mateus de Stefano, which so much of us, uh, so many of us know and, and watch his amazing documentary, so I I give credit to him and his teaching. This isn't definitely not my teaching, but it's something I experienced after going through all the sites in Cairo, the pyramids, and then going down into Luxor and going into all those temples in that region, the Karnak Temple, the Luxor Temple, Dendera, Abydos, Queen Hatshepsut's Temple, Valley of kings valley of queens all of that region is considered the heart chakra okay the cairo all that region is considered the crown and the third eye this is according to the de stefano he lines up all these sites according to the chakra system so when we go into these sites we're activating these centers why I talk a lot about like you, you're going back into an activation, you're going back into a remembrance, something. You're feeling something cellularly shifting inside of you when you're going into these sites. Going farther down, we go into the Philea Temple, that's aces Temple, that's going into the solar plexus area, the sacral. And then of course our journey ends in Abu Samil, which is considered the root. So from my experience, having done this journey several times, that's exactly what happened to me. I just, I felt the activations in these centers. And then the final result is your kundalini is just stimulated in a new way. So you have a clear understanding on so many different levels. It's like you, you've you just woken up, um, <clears throat> kind of catapulted yourself. Um, So that to answer your question, that is the intention of this journey. It's for those souls that are feeling like I need some kind of major kind of boost, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, I'm doing the best that I can. I was doing the best that I can last July um, with the restrictions and whatnot. And I can be honest, I was really suffering. My meditations weren't cutting it, going to the hot springs and doing the things that I knew um, I was still really struggling with the density. So I found going and activating, opening these centers back up, it just, it's like I reawakened again. Like that first experience you had when you first, you know, came into the spiritual community, it's kind of like you're resetting yourself. So it's, I just have yeah. to ask you about the root chakra,
0: like if you ended up there, like how mm. was the tangible experience mm. once that was activated? Like how did you integrate it or what can you describe to us
3: yeah. <laughs> what that was like? Yeah, um, I'll answer and then I think Prima should answer this one too. Um, I would say for me, it was just kind of like the final being that we stopped, we started um, at the crown, you know, in the big pyramids and worked our way down. I just felt this deeper connection into mother mm. right? Into mother and the divine mother and to mother earth that I hadn't experienced. I just, my, I really felt a deep connection in the root area of, of security. You know, that's another, you know, to be honest, if we can all be honest, I do believe that that would probably be the biggest fear that us humans struggle with, which it's the fear of security. Mm -hmm. Which is tied into money. Exactly. (laughs) Usually. So I I felt that this was kind of like this just further finalizing that, you know, we truly don't have anything to worry about. We will always be held by mother. Mother will always take care of us. Right? No matter what's going on outside. So I kind of just had that further kapow in Abu Samil. That's a profound experience. Thank you for yeah, sharing
0: that. Yeah. And I wouldn't think that in a place that's so, you know, considered touristy and maybe a very busy area that mm-hmm. you would have that potent of a connection or like a direct experience from the mother. So that's really beautiful mm. to hear. I can really feel that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'd love to hear what you have to share about being there.
1: Mm
2: well specifically at the end of the trip which would be like the root chakra right my experience was um we were at this temple i I don't remember the name of the last one what was the last temple we went to Mm, Habul. okay so we were at the last temple and um i Mm -hmm. was walking down this path and i looked and saw a baby owl Mm -hmm. looking at me and they're called owlets and it was so cute Mm -hmm. and i just that everyone like look at the baby owl and everyone stopped and and then from that point forward it was like you could tell our trip was winding down and we received all these healing Mm. codes and initiations and we're integrating so much
1: Mm. and then we
2: kept having all these mystical animal experiences first that happened and then on on our way out we saw two birds (laughs) um, that were like kissing and making love on top of was that a segment on top of segment's head we have videos of it and then, and the last thing that happened was we saw all these baby kittens on the way out.
3: And so, in this particular uh, particular temple, temple um, Habu temple, this is in Luxor. This is where I lived. Um, two Sekhmet statues guard the entrance, one on the right, one on the left. So it was very, very profound to have the third transmission. The first transmission being the Owlette, the second one the two birds making love on top of her head, her crown. And then we walked out and there's these little, tiny, tiny kitties, which um, what I was shown and heard, which Sekhmet is is my love, (laughs) that's who I deeply connect with. Can you share a little bit about her medicine and what she represents in Egypt? For sure, for sure um, with the kitten, basically what she told me was this, and, and, because I asked, I said, why the kittens, like, the final transmission here, this, this experience, and she said, don't, don't forget that although I'm the fierce, you know, goddess of Egypt, like, she's considered, like, the Kali of Egypt, right, like, Kali is for India, like, powerful, she was the physician, she was the cure of disease, and she said, don't forget that vulnerable side of you. She's like, I'm this fierce lion, and I'm also that little tiny kitty. Mm-hmm. You know, don't hide that vulnerable part of you, because there is strength in tears. And I think that's another teaching that we often forget, that we're not allowing ourselves to cry, mm-hmm. right? There's, there is so much healing in our tears, so... That that was a a beautiful way. That's how our journey ended. Out of oh gosh, nineteen different sites, that was the last site with the with the owl, the birds, and then the little kitties at the end. It was so it was so All so powerful. powerful. Yeah. And
0: what was it like playing music there? Did you get to?
2: I did. Or... Yeah, it was incredible. I got to look at the pyramids and just uh, sit there and take Mm -hmm. it all in and do some sound healing up there and some meditation and sing some sacred music. And it was just so powerful. You don't even sleep really. It's So Mm -hmm. energizing being there. And um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to add one more thing that was incredible too, because Kathleen was talking about the tears coming. And I think we all had (laughs) our Mm -hmm. share of tears on this journey, cleansing tears, releasing tears. Um, And I had a mystical experience with that when we finally went to the Nile River which is the tears of the Divine Mother, the tears of Isis. And mm-hmm. that's when I finally had my
0: release and started crying. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd love to know um, about some of the shifts that you've seen in uh, participants who went with you last time in mm. the retreat. Anything you can share? Mm. I feel like
2: it was very activating for us all to take our work to the next level like one of the Mm -hmm. women that came on the journey she actually is moving to japan now and she's starting this whole healing collective um, Mm -hmm. retreat center there and i feel like it really gave us all extra energy to really step into the next part of our dharma we've all been doing the spiritual work for a long time and um it was just like a boost of energy and inspiration.
0: Mm. Like permission to upgrade and with the blessing of, from that mm. pilgrimage.
2: Definitely. And mm. for me personally, I feel like where I was at on my healing journey before I went to Egypt, I had done enough, a lot of work, enough work, a lot of work mm-hmm. for many, many years on my own up until it was time to go with a group to Egypt and do the work in a group in sacred ceremony and also with Kathleen, with my beloved, and. Um, it was like I went as far as I could on my own. Mm-hmm. And that was the mm-hmm. next part of my initiations to do what I'm doing now, which is we're on this beautiful tour. I've been touring for several mm-hmm. months. We've been touring together as well. And really now bringing in souls with us to share this journey. And Kathleen's very well connected in Egypt. She lived there for a year. And it's mm-hmm. just very comfortable and safe traveling with her in charity. They've spent time there. And the the journey is called journey into the heart of egypt Mm -hmm. and you really feel that on this journey Mm -hmm. with them Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i'm curious Mm -hmm. i always just think it's so powerful to be in these ancient sites because we have nothing to compare that to in america right Mm -hmm. so um is it intimidating or scary at all or confronting at all to Mm -hmm. like to have this foreign powerful environment well,
3: we've got the yeah. beautiful uh of course mount shasta here so it's you know it's in comparison that when you are at a sacred site and you can feel there's higher frequencies like it's just it's it's i mean it's undeniable i mean i even think those that aren't even as awake because of, of course it's egypt is a big tourist place so i would i would watch people just mindlessly walk in and and they don't really have the the deeper understanding but even then i'd watch them walk out and i can energetically feel that they knew something happened mm-hmm. right even though they went real quick and they're you know just take their pictures and you know but they're they still a profound um, shifting that happens just because the frequencies are so high these are these are the high frequency um places on earth like beautiful Shasta that we have right here, it's, it's really no different um, in that respect. It's, mm. yeah. So I got to experience
0: some of these um, artifacts or tools that you brought back with you, mm-hmm. these anks Is there something you can share about these?
3: Yeah. So this is a very popular symbol. Most, most know that this is called the Ankh, and for the Egyptians, this is the symbol of power really plain and simple, the symbol of power, the symbol of life, kind of comparison to our tree, tree of life. And you see this depicted throughout all the temples. Specifically the priestesses, the goddess you know, goddesses Isis and Isis and Sekhmet. They're holding these up to other individuals, specifically the face. Notice the nose and the mouth. And I do believe that this is like one of the healing codes for us to remember. That this symbol radiates out, you know, healing frequencies. Um, These particular, I can say I brought them into the Great Pyramid, the Big Pyramid. And I do believe with all my heart they've been supercharged because that's what I asked. I ask for all the frequencies to be emitted into here so that whoever's, oops, <laughs> see it's that powerful, I'm dropping it, <laughs> um, you know, whoever's presence is in is in vicinity, you know, will feel, feel the transmission. So whether you need a physical healing or an emotional healing and, and you know, taking taking that in, I can say with uh, Prem and I t- uh, being on tour, and, you know, we've done many, 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 um, we say prayer prayer performances at this point. we've We've seen some beautiful healings that have happened when people you know hold these or just when I put them up like the priestesses did. Um, so that's another to answer a question too. Another part of this journey, the intention, in addition to opening up your energy centers, activating your Kundalini, it's to come and get your sacred instruments. Like this is a spiritual pilgrimage that mm-hmm. you're going to have for life. Your own yes. power
0: tools that you'll find. and
3: Yes. So that would be the Ankh. Um, the second one, your second tool that you'd be getting on your journey. This is called the Judd, D-J-E-D. Okay. And with, you know, with most spiritual, you know, spirituality, there's all kinds of stories. Right. There's there's multiple different stories. So I always just share this is this is the story that I've been taught and it feels good to me. So I say yes. So what I've been taught is that this is the symbol of stability, right? This is the symbol of Osiris's backbone, right? Who is Osiris? Isis, Isis husband. Okay. Very, very powerful. Those were a power couple <laughs> in Egypt, Isis and Osiris. They were very powerful. So this is the other. This is the other tool that you want to come to Egypt and get, right? This is your stability. Like those times where you're not feeling as grounded, you pick this up and you bring that stability back. So this is the Jud, and last, this is a Hathor rattle, Hathor rattle. And as we know, this kind of looks like Yodi. Is it Yoda?
1: Yoda? Yoda.
3: Yoda from Star Wars, right? It's a little kind of little alien face. This is Hathor. Hathor was the goddess of creativity and dance and love. Also considered the mother of um, the mother of Egypt, so depicted as a cow. So this is the other one to have. I mean, I use these all the time and just allow myself to stay in that dance, to stay in that creativity. these I'm gonna go just to get those guys right (laughs) yes and and uh, the added bonuses these are not expensive right you could get all all three of these in Egypt for probably around 60 US dollars these are solid brass handmade so yeah so in
0: addition to going to all these sacred sites what else is on your program in this journey into the heart of Egypt
3: Mm, Good, good question. Um, Another, I can say, a big difference. And when Charity and I were formalizing this journey, we really, we wanted to make it significantly different. Because there's tons of tours to Egypt. I mean, there are many, many to pick from. We wanted souls to experience, as we named it, the heart of Egypt. Meaning, you're going to be brought into my personal family's homes and fed right homemade Egyptian food sitting on the ground eating with your hands right eating the way that they do in the village you know walking through the village with the people that live there this isn't stuff like this usually isn't offered on a regular mainline tour so I really wanted to create um, feeling the culture right being with the people when we're in Luxor um, I deliberately chose not to pick a, a you know a regular hotel like a Hilton We have those here, right? So in Luxor, it's split between the West Bank and the East Bank. Okay, the East Bank is the tourist trap. That's where all the hotels are. That's where most of the tourist groups go. I didn't want that. We're going to be staying on the West Bank in the Egyptian style hotels. They're nice, right? But you're getting the feel. It's a family owned, ran hotel. They're smaller. So on our journey, depending on how many people we end up having, we're going to have multiple hotels because we all can't fit in one. You know, sometimes they only have 15 rooms at a hotel, but you're, you know, you're going to be greeted and welcomed by a family-owned, ran um, business. And and that's another big part of um, creating this tour. We wanted to support, you know, the local local people Mm -hmm. and the people that I met and that were so kind and opened their home to me that, part of this is for me to support them for many 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 years and bring them business be honest yeah Beautiful. so yeah thank you great questions sister. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. so uh,
0: when when can people um, still sign up to be part of this journey
3: mm-hmm uh, and until when okay good question the deadline or, or say the I don't, I like using that deadline yeah. but, the, <laughs> but the the, the cutoff um, is October 1st okay so the first deposit is September 1st okay and that is 1650 and um, the cost of the trip I'm sure those of you are watching or are interested or wondering so I'll just say the cost of the trip for single okay if you want your own room okay it's 5500 that includes everything so once you're there, there's no hidden costs. There's no, but this isn't included. Like everything's included. Your, your water's included. Your bottled, bottled water the entire time. So everything's included. If you want to share a room with somebody, it goes down to five. Okay. And that's, again, that's for, that's for two two weeks. Okay. Yeah. And there'll be more
0: information in the comments below. Yes. And um, uh, for those who are not familiar with Mount Shasta, what do you all love about coming here? And what does it mean for you Mm. to be in this ambiance? I
2: mean, for me, I've been coming to Shasta for many, many years. I think the pilgrimage here started when I was 19. And the mountain is just so healing. It's just very peaceful here. Even, you know, we've been on this whole tour for a couple months and going through Oregon. We love being with community and family and seeing friends all over the place and Mm -hmm. meeting new friends but there's just such a special mystical magical energy in mount Mm -hmm. shasta and Mm -hmm. i enjoy being in oregon but i'm like ah when i get back to shasta i just i feel like i just relax and i take a deep breath and there's just so many beautiful nature spots so there's a stillness here and Mm
1: -hmm.
2: it's just a very inspiring place and how is
0: it different from hawaii since that's such a magical place too
2: hmm good question I feel like it's a lot more still here Mm. somehow yeah Hawaii is like very (laughs) colorful and flavorful and activated and Mm. there's a lot of great community there and um, a lot of wild free spirits for sure and there there is here too but
3: I think the mountain just has a very calming energy I would okay. say it's definitely, having lived in Luxor, um, and having the Nile River as my front yard, <laughs> uh-huh. um, it has a very similar energy. It's really, it really, it really, really does. It's just this calm. It's, this, it's a still. And it's a simplicity. It's going mm-hmm. back to that simplicity, the simple life, you know, family, friends culture Mm -hmm. spirituality gathering as Mm -hmm. community Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. just slower so i i would say my my second my second favorite place on planet earth at this point would be be shasta and and Mm -hmm. egypt egypt does have my heart at this point but shasta is definitely second second it's just it's so peaceful we love it we love it here
0: well, it's so wonderful y'all were traveling through here and thank you all for sharing. I think yeah. everyone who's going to be going on this journey with you is in for mm. a major blessing and I transformation.
3: Did have, <laughs> I did have one um, really important announcement here for anybody that is interested in going or not and just interested in making some money. Um, we, we have an offer, and this is a way that Prema and Charity and myself, um, again, attempting to try to bring um, our communities working together to help each other expand in abundance, right? So nobody's suffering financially anymore. So the way that we figured out to do that is anybody that would like to do some advertising for us on your social media or just word of mouth or, you know, passing along this podcast. Anybody that signs up, we always ask, how did you find out about the journey? And when they say your name, once the person attends the trip and everything's paid for and done, we will send you a $333 thank you referral. You Because know, our platforms can only go so far, far, so we're really wanting to get this advertised and out because we, we know personally what this journey does. Like you're, you're transformed you're truly your kundalini's activated in any way. So we're really wanting to get the word out. So if that uh if that fuels in your joy, um you know, it's journey into the heart of Egypt com, and I'm sure everything will be um listed on the podcast and we would really appreciate the help in advertising also.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful way of offering kind of a reciprocity in yeah. in the sharing of this. So that's very Yeah. And in, in in community, we're stronger together. Yes. And uh, so in closing, would you like to play or sing anything?
2: Sure. Yes. Yeah. So I had the blessing of bringing this gold Isis bowl to Egypt with me, so it's got the healing energies and the codes in here. Hmm. Let's all take a deep breath in together and just receive everything that's come through today and the healing energy from the mountain the healing energy from the great pyramids from the sacred mystical lands of egypt
0: beautiful closing to our interview with Prema Love and Kathleen Johnson on Siskiyou Meadow in front of Mount Shasta, where we were visited by a sweet hummingbird. For more information, go to premalovemusic.com and journeyintotheheartofegypt.com to register by October 1st. Aloha.